0: Good evening. My name is Chris Niedevitz. I am a fourth year seminary student over at Concordia. Uh, I am in my last year about ready to finish up, finally be done with four years of schooling. Uh, For the last three, well basically for three years out of that four years I've gotten to spend my time here as a field worker learning and studying and uh, so I've I've enjoyed so much time here. I can I can only tell you how much I've actually learned and grown from just being here and being uh, connected with you guys. So first off, I just wanted to thank you guys for that opportunity. Tonight, we're going to talk about, well, kind of what God's purpose is for us. You know, for me, in well, actually 62 days, roughly, I think it was three minutes, couple, when I looked at it just a minute ago, God's going to Well, he's going to tell me exactly what he wants me to do. See, in those 62 days, God will tell me what church I'll be going to to spend my first couple years. See, it's pretty simple because I'll walk up in front of the the church over at Concordia and they'll read off my name. And I don't know about you, but it's kind of will be kind of nice. They'll tell me exactly where I'll be going. You know, for most of us, God's purpose for our life is not that easy. I don't know about you, but January 1, I did not get an email, I did not get a text, I didn't get a letter, I didn't get anything from God saying, this is your purpose, Chris, pay attention. Here are the good things you're doing, and here are some things you need to work on. So tonight as we look at that, we're actually going to be spending our time in actually one of my kids' favorite verses. They love reading this in Luke chapter 19, uh, dealing with Zacchaeus. Our first verse goes like this. Oh, you can turn to your your pew Bible or uh, on page 1052. Or um, if you've got an app on your phone, feel free to follow along or just follow along on our screens. Our first verse goes, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man who was there by the name of Zacchaeus he was a chief tax collector and was very wealthy. You know, I don't know about you, but anytime I hear taxes, especially during this time, I get a little nervous. My blood pressure goes up. Um, A lot of us have that anxiety, but during that time, during Jesus's time, tax collectors were even worse. You know, you think that Tax collectors today were bad, but back then they were even more notorious. See, let's say you just owed $500 to, well, to the, to the government. You would go to the tax collector, you think all you'd have to do is pay 500 bucks, right? That would be easy. But your basic local tax collectors wanted an extra cut on top of it. So they would add 100 or $200 on top of that to get into their purse. And then your chief tax collectors were tax collectors over tax collectors. And this is Zacchaeus who we find. And he would add maybe $200 or $300 on top of that. Making your poor little $500 tax into $800 to $1,000. So when we start to hear about these tax collectors, there's this definite hatred or definite dislike to these people. And yet... Tonight, as we look for our purpose, it's Zacchaeus that gives us our guide. Our next verse goes on. He wanted to see Jesus, but because he was short, he could not see over the heads of the crowd. So he was a wee little man. So he ran ahead and he climbed up a sycamore tree to see what he could see. Since Jesus was coming his way, our first purpose is seeking out Jesus. You know, he actually wants to go find Jesus and spend time with him. You know, God wants us to learn about his son. Zacchaeus understood that, he knew that his life was empty, he knew that he was having problems. He knew that deep down inside he was missing something. And his longing was to go and see Jesus. So much so that he didn't let the crowd bother him. He didn't let the, his short stature bother him. He climbs up in a tree. And during that time, you weren't wearing pants. So you had this kind of, you know, skirt. It wasn't a very dignified thing. He wants to see Jesus. You know, today we still have that. You know, I was reading this textbook, and it made a a comment. It wanted to know, when was the last time you actually opened your Bible and read about Jesus? You know, when was the last time you actually read through the eyewitness account found in Matthew? Or the eyewitness account found in Mark? Or the Luke, the basically historian who interviews the eyewitness account that he brings. Or the Gospel of John. See, I think too often we forget about Jesus. We don't really spend time reading about him. We get busy doing all of our other things, but our focus is off. See, Zacchaeus' story reminds us that we have to spend time seeking out Jesus and who he is. And when that happens, things actually start, well, our life starts to get better. See, for Zacchaeus, in our next verse, it goes on. When Jesus searched uh, or, or reached the spot, he looked up, and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. I want you to look at something, our highlighted verse, or the highlighted section. I must stay at your house today. Jesus is wanting to come to his house. See, Zacchaeus did not ask him to come. He didn't spend any time saying, you know, Jesus, would you like to come over? I can throw you a banquet. No. Jesus wants to go to his place, wants to dwell with him in his home. This is our second point. God wants to spend time with you in your home. He wants to spend time with you where you are today. He wants to spend time with you at the place that you are right now. See, if you're lost, if you're broken, if you're struggling, God wants to be there with you in his son. His purpose for you is to be connected to him, to what Jesus did. You know, as we get ready for Easter and as we start to look forward, we actually are starting to look forward to the time when we will live with Jesus in eternity. See, when God raises Jesus from the dead, he's now able to live with us here. He's forgiven us and given us life. But it's not just for this period. He wants to spend eternity with us so that one day we will actually live with him in heaven, in his home. It's God's grace and his mercy, it's in Jesus that we find our hope. On my vicarage congregation, I had an awesome experience. Uh, Your vicarage is a one-year, basically, internship. And I was actually in St. Joseph, Missouri, on the other side of the state. And while I was there, I went to visit this elderly woman who had, well, she thought she was on her deathbed. Now, I can honestly say she is totally healthy. And uh, last time I heard was she was still making every Sunday morning. But at this point, I came into her room, and she's thinking it's the time. And she starts to go into this story of how in her teenage years, she just struggled with something. And the guilt was so heavily laden on her. And as a good vicar, I got to the point where I decided it was time for me to give her absolution, to forgive her of her sins. So I started going down my normal spill and saying, you know, God forgives you. He forgave you when Jesus died on the cross, and you are a forgiven child. And she actually stops me. It's the only time I've ever been stopped on this. She stops me and she says, Vicar, I've always been forgiven. See, when I was giving it, I was actually putting the emphasis on the time right now. But what she understood at her baptism, that God came into her life and has been dwelling with her and reminding her of her sins and how she is forgiven. See, today in Zacchaeus' story, God wants to be with you. He wants to be with you. He wants you to know that you are forgiven right now and that you live in that grace with Him. Not because of what you did, not because of anything that's going on in your life, but because of Him who has come into this world to be with us in His Son, Jesus Christ. Your forgiveness isn't you. It's not actions, but it's Christ. It's the coolest thing. It's the gospel message. Jesus came in this world to forgive you. And Zacchaeus understands it. His story shows us that God came here to be with us. Now, it would be nice if you could just end the story right there and just call it a day and move on. But that's not where it ends. This next part here kind of digresses from it, but it's interesting. It talks about all the people outside began to mutter. He, uh, was, uh, he has gone, meaning Jesus, has gone to be a guest of a sinner. See, the world outside just saw the sinner. They saw the tax collector. They saw his money. They saw his greed. But that's not what Jesus saw. Jesus saw a child of God that he comes into and lives with. And Zacchaeus's life starts to change when Jesus comes in. The next part of the verse goes on and it says... But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give uh, half of my possessions to the poor. And if I cheated anyone out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. See, the thing that became the most important to him, his money is no longer the most important thing. So in here... In his place where he holds the most important things, he now finds Jesus. He finds forgiveness. He finds love and hope. It's not in the possessions, but it's in Christ. See, that's the message. We're changed lives. God didn't come into this world just to, well, just to die on the cross so that we could just be done. He comes so that we can start to change our lives. But we do it because in response of what he's doing in our lives and how he's living with us. We start to move forward. We start to grow in our faith. See, God wants us to grow with him to be with him jesus in the last verse for tonight sums it up perfectly it says jesus said to him today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of abraham I can honestly stand here right now and say, Jesus has come into this house tonight. He is a part of us and here with us. And salvation is here in him. That is our hope. That is our message. That is what we live and die for. That's where we find our purpose. That's where we find Our hope, if there's the hole in you, it's in him that it's completed. Over the next couple weeks, as we get ready for Easter, I've got a challenge for you. I'd like you, wherever you are in your walk, maybe you've just wandered in off the streets and you have no idea why you're here, or maybe you've been here for, well continually coming here for years and years and years, I challenge you to do something. I challenge you to open your Bibles and to read about Jesus. I ask you to seek him out, to learn about him. As you learn about him in his scriptures, and you're going to start to see things happen. First off, Jesus is going to make his message of forgiveness more clear in your lives. He's going to show you how much he loves you. And then, as he's there with you, you're going to start to see your lives change, your relationships. You're going to start to see yourself no longer as the person that you are. I encourage you, if you've, like I said, if you haven't done it in a while, spend some time. Just spend some time reading for a couple minutes each day. Just learn about him. Because ultimately, there's only one thing in our life. There's ultimately, if you look at everything, what is our purpose in life? Yes, it's to seek him out. Yes, it's to live with him. Yes, it's to change your life. But ultimately, there's only one purpose. And that's Jesus Christ. Our purpose is is to be with him. Amen. I ask you to rise for our prayer tonight. We are going to pray Luther's... um, I can't remember if it's evening or morning prayer. Evening prayer. I thank you, my heavenly Father... Through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have justly kept me this day. And I pray that you will forgive me my sins where I have done wrong and graciously keep me this night. For into your hands I commend myself, my body, my soul, and all things. Let your holy angels be with me. Let the evil foe may have no power over me. you now in a song that might be familiar to some of you. I hope it is. It's a gorgeous song, 10,000 Reasons.
1: Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Ship is holy name. Sing